Hello and welcome everybody to this podcast. If you're listening on the It Should Go Without Saying feed, welcome, but we've went out to new people because we're going to transfer into a new feed, which is the Three Grumpy Old Men Talking Ball feed, where we're just going to talk about basketball on a regular basis and give that a go. So welcome to everybody. Um, a rather inauspicious beginning for us because we've only got two grumpy old men who are about to talk ball, but whichever feed you're listening to on, welcome. This is our Eastern Conference preview. Um, we have apologies from Dan Shea, who's not with us for our preseason preview this season. He is in France at the moment, looking trying to dig up dirt to get Rudy Gobert off the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Stifle Tower. So um, Godspeed with that uh, important piece of work. Um, but joining me when we talk about basketball, my other partner in crime is from the podcast. You can't comp this, Adam Amy. How are you doing, Adam? I am fantastic. And yes, I'm, I should have really done some research and figured out how to say something in French to really pass on regards to Dan. Adam should have done research for not the first time over our two previews. I'm going to say maybe we should have just played something from a previous preview pod. But anyway, we will just keep going. Thank you for the courtesy laugh, Adam. Um, so for the uninitiated, and hopefully there are... There'll be some that are uninitiated. Hopefully we've got someone new listening, um, not just our regular seven people um, who've listened to the various feeds. Um, I open the window do- so the neighbours will hear. Excellent. Um, anyway. We're going to do this the way we've done it for the last, I think this is our fourth year doing it on this on this feed. Something, something like that. It's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's becoming regular. Yeah, which is, we're going to go, f- we're going to do the Eastern Conference the, first. You, you called it the Leaston Conference. I'm like just reading off the script. It's the Leaston, Leaston Conference. Con- yes. Yeah, yeah. there's three years in conference. Um, and uh, we're going to go f- in order of worst to first in my order. And really, I'll just tell you where you're wrong. It's it's okay. That's what normally happens on this podcast. So you put um, yours, I tell you where you've screwed up, and we and we adjust accordingly. Excellent. So we're going to go from the the team that I think is going to be the worst in the Eastern Conference, the 15th seed. The team's going to finish in the bottom, and that is the Washington Wizards. They blew it up. You are one from one. Yeah, they blew it up. (laughs) They traded away Bradley Beal, which will be a subject of a rant on my behalf. At, at a later stage. In a different conference, possibly. They traded away Kristaps Porzingis. They got back Tyus Jones, the best work. backup point guard in the league. Just, you know, just going to give you the spoiler alert. He starts for the Washington Wizards. So nice. he might be able to take the leap and become a, a really good, good starter. He's been really good in Memphis. They got Jordan Poole. <laughs> they turned Bradley Beal into Chris Paul into Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole at $28 million of salary this year. That's in US money. Um, bargain, bargain. Their, st- their starting lineup is rounded out with Denny Avaja, Kyle Kuzma, who got paid this offseason. Deservedly and so. You're a Kuzma fan from way back. Member of the 2020 NBA champion Los Angeles Lakers. That's right, man has a chip. Yeah, when they hung up that, what was it, batter 13 that, that time? Uh, yes. And funny, Daniel, funny. Daniel Gafford is the uh, is the setter there. And um, they've got Landry Shamit, um, DeLon Wright, Danilo Gallinari, who is, go- Gallinari, who is going to make the Celtics pay this season. Don't think you won't pay Celtics. He's got he got the circles around when they when the Wizards play the it, Celtics. I feel like angry at them. Uh, my my thoughts year. on Gallinari are 
come come waivers time, <laughs> I do believe he's going to make another championship contender very, very happy that he's coming off the bench. Very good. You know who's going to make Washington Wizards fans happy? Nobody. No, no on this team. I don't, I, that, that, I don't think they're going to win 20 games. So. I, I think they haven't figured out what their future plans are, to be frank. It's year zero. They just blew it up. (laughs) Year minus one. Yeah. So so they just blew it up. Yeah. So they haven't had the bad year yet. The first year where you get the good draft picks. Well, there are no good draft picks because doesn't Oklahoma City have them all? Not from Washington. They've got everyone else's. They're just all, okay, they've got everyone else's. Yeah. So. But they pretty much own the draft for the next. But it's it's like in rugby league when there's there's those weird things and they get the zero tackle. Okay. So it's a zero. So they haven't started yet. Yep. The rebuild is yet to begin. So, all right, that's well, that's about the last bit of attention I'm going to give to those guys this year. And, okay? and look, do you do you think they've got the 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 nous to upset a couple of teams through the? I mean, everyone wins twenty games, everyone loses twenty games, and it's the forty two. But yeah, they're going to win some games. They're not going to. I don't think in today's NBA they're going to give the Philadelphia 76ers of nineteen seventy two a shake with their nineteen seventy three or. Yeah. They're going to be as bad as like whatever that Nuggets team was in the mid-90s or the Mavericks in like 92 when they won 13 games. Or, or the Lakers in 2017, 16, 15. Anyway, never mind. You won a championship. Since yeah, so It should be over. I'm just looking literally at a picture of it. I'm, I'm like in a purple and gold shrine. Yes, this is true. Seriously. It's, the House of Kobe. Yeah. It's yes. like I'm in what, whatever the Joker cave is. Yeah. Like Batman villain, not the best player in the NBA. Yes. It's the NBA villain cave. Yeah. Anyway, we're past Washington. We've we're left the capital. We actually went off on a tangent completely. We did. There was we did. nothing to say about Washington. There's a little bit to say about the team I've got number 14. And that is the Detroit Pistons, as I just mentioned, won 17 games last season. Um, Kay Cunningham is back. Didn't play pretty much at all last I, season. I have, big hopes. I have big hopes on Cunningham. Um, being as a, a card collector, I, I hope the man performs this year. You hope so. And, I mean, it, it's his team. They've got Jaden Ivey. They've got Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, and then they've got all these big guys. So they've got Wiseman, Bagley, Duran, Stewart. Um, they do have Killian Hayes, Monty Morris, and Joe Harris on the bench. Joe Harris mm. is like their almost their most expensive player in terms of salary. But, okay, so they're, they're not undeep. They're not. But the question is here, what's the incentive for Detroit to try and compete this season rather than go again and try and... I mean, they they were the losers out of the draft lottery last season. True. The worst record, and they ended up with the fifth pick. They ended up nowhere near Victor Wendanyama. Yeah, this is true. This is true. My question about Detroit is, I don't think they're at year one of the rebuild. No. But they're definitely not in the Washington position of year zero. No. They've got they've got a few cards on the table. Yeah. And I think Cunningham's a key card there. Yeah. Um, does Ivy play a role or is he still TBD? We need to find out about is him that, at some stage, is that, don't they? And this is where they are. So using the um, South Park Gnomes underpants analogy. Yes. And I think I will. Commonly used. Commonly, well, certainly by me is in the first step is collect draft picks, and the third step is compete, as in compete Gen- to make the playoffs, compete yeah. to win a championship. And step two is question mark, question mark, question mark. And that's my problem with Detroit, as currently constituted, is it's they're, question not, mark in, they're not in year one. Okay. They've had a couple of years 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here yeah, at fair, the fair. bottom, and they they haven't been relevant for a long time. Okay, but they've you know they had the Drummond era, they bounced up and sort of looked frisky for a little while. Mm. But in terms of this bottoming out, they have hit the bottom, or they should have because they've had. Well, it's years, almost like a like a not years. smooth landing. So they hit yeah. the they hit the runway and they bounced a bit and they've hit it again. Yeah, um, but they've had multiple years where they've been attempting to collect those. They're trying to take picks, off again. But there's not a clear upward trajectory yet. So they're in that... Until you have that they clear need something upward to stick. trajectory yep. happening, yep. and there are other teams in the East where I think that's began, that's mm. clearly begun to happen, you know, what are they trying to do? You know, what stage do you have to be like, okay, it has to start turning up now, or, mm, you, I, or you've got to get another regime I, in. I feel, like, I feel like you've got that one to three year gap where you you are playing with the pieces that you've got mm. you're acquiring some new talent and you're wondering especially with, with with top three picks i think the the key here is is this going to be a centerpiece yeah or is this a role player or does this not fit yeah and we should be clear detroit have multiple top three picks yep in their roster but not all of them are theirs so, you know, mm. Kay Cunningham's a top three pick, but he's Detroit. Says in, we picked him yep. and we're going to build around this guy. James Wiseman, Golden State, moved on from. He, Marvin, yeah, that's... Ba- Marvin Bagley, Sacramento, mm. moved on from. And I think Marvin Bagley's not, he's not as, he, yeah, he's had yeah, stops yeah, in look. between Detroit and Sacramento. So, you know, those top three picks, but once, once they start getting moved on, once yeah. the team that drafted them is just like, okay, this didn't work out. You can't really yeah. count them as top so, three picks. So. so, so at what point Detroit did Detroit sort of move on from the core they're trying to establish? Because mm. I I know they really want to invest in Cade, and yeah, and a and lot of us do want to see Cade succeed. Things in the preseason we've seen show Cade mm. is showing very promising signs. However, the other pieces around him are where the question marks are. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't think they're in a position to be. I think I think everyone is in agreement. That Kate is the piece they need to pick, they need to build around. Sure. In terms of who they have at the moment. Yep. But they just don't have enough of their own like draft success stories. Well, they, is this where they they play with lineups to get a a core that they're happy with moving forward? So that's what this year is all about. Really. Mm. But it's going to be a core where there's still going to be another foundational piece coming in. Mm-hmm. And well, if you look at some other teams we're going to get to, they've managed to bring in there's team, there's multiple teams are, foundational pieces. Correct, correct. Yeah. And, and and look, I think they're they're in that they're in a state of flux. Yeah, for better use of a term. Mm. And and I do think it's not doom and gloom as far as Detroit's concerned. But this is not your year. Would be my yeah. I mean my summary. As far as I'm concerned, there's two teams in the Eastern Conference. I'm absolutely unequivocal equivocally putting a line through in terms of these teams cannot make the playoffs. Yep. And it's Detroit and Washington. The point I make is Washington are just starting. They've just made the decision in the last six months. Blow it up. Start again. Yep. So they're at the very start. Detroit are not at that stage. And at some stage, you've got to be going back to year zero. And, and, and they're not at the decision where they have to make no, that decision now. But they're a couple of years in, and there are yeah. other teams who have probably seemed like they've been in that situation for as long as, or shorter than, yeah, Detroit, and they're ahead of Detroit. I feel like, I mean, you mean no offense to Killian Hayes, they haven't had the, the, the most success mm-hmm. with some of their picks. And, and obviously, luck plays a part in a lot of Correct, so. correct. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how things develop out in, um, in Detroit town. Mm-hmm. 
But yes, this year is definitely like as far as as far as I'm concerned, and obviously you're in agreement because you got them at 14. This is not Detroit's year. They're not making yeah. the playoffs. Um, it'd be nice to see Cade really bounce back and become an all star. That'd be their highlight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Last year they were one of the two worst teams in the league. Yes. In a three, in preparation for a three player draft, and they didn't get the player. And they got picked five. Yeah. So. We're having a different conversation now if they had Wimbledon or Scoot or Brandon Miller. True. Speaking of Brandon Miller, my, my number 13 is the Charlotte Hornets. So, I wanted to I wanted to put them higher. I really did. But I, I'm in agreement. So, so far, and I, I don't know if this is the first time this has ever happened, but I think we're in agreement. For picks 15, 14, and 13. My memory is we tend to get pretty similar to all in ten, But, you know, we can... we can. Then I throw there, there something. Lockstep. So, I throw something at you. So, Lamelo Ball, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Brandon Miller, Mark Williams. They've, that That's their projected starting five. I've got it in front of me at the moment. They've got PJ Washington on the bench, but they're not deep. Washington is an interesting one. I think this will be a, a leap year for him. Mm. I, I can see him going up. Oh, Who Miles are, Bridges is back. And Miles Bridges is back. Mm. So, look, all of these people can play basketball. Yeah. They've got some new pieces. If they're injury-free, I can see them. I almost penciled them in for a leap up to the plane. Okay. Did, but, they, make, did they make the right decision by drafting Miller and not going down the other road and drafting Scoot and trading Lamella? Because I mean, I feel like they the... feel like that. I feel like that's a let's start again move. It sends them a step back. Lamelo Ball has played an All Star game. Simple as that. So did B.J. Armstrong. And <laughs> it was the year after Jordan retired the first time. But um, but what I'm saying is, I, I think Lamelo still he can make it in this league, and I don't think there's any evidence to say he can't. Well, he's gonna have a 15 year career. On everything that we've yep. seen so far. There's no yep. argument about that. It's a question of whether he's going to be... As injury-prone as his brother? Um, one of the two best players on a team competing for the championship. I think I think it'll be interesting. As um, currently constituted, if the Charlotte Hornets are going to compete for a championship, and to be fair, both in the, really in the first incarnation and the second incarnation, it hasn't happened yet. I don't think they've ever made a conference finals. Correct. Um if they're going to make it with this incarnation, that's what they need him to be. Mm. Him and Miller are going to be the two players. He's very young. He can, he, like, yeah. I, I still still think at his age, there's opportunity. There's very there's a lot of opportunity. I think there is room in LaMelo's game and he will have done a lot of work um, in the off-season to get ready. I think we will see a lot from the Hornets and we might be surprised. As I said, I put a little... Arrow up to put them in the 10th seed and have them competing in that play-in. But who knows? Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe Mello isn't isn't all he's cracked up to be. In as I said, I do I do go back. I hear a lot in the hobby as far as the, the card world goes, and people are jumping off. So maybe that's a sign. Maybe maybe people have lost faith. Maybe that drives him. Who knows? But Bridges is back. Bridges is back. And Brandon Miller, from, I mean, it's a preseason, but everything yeah. we've been able to play at a high level straight away. I think Miller is ready-made. I think those top, that's the expectation when you're a top three pick, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
So one of the teams you would have below the shot, the Hornets, if you've got them at 10. I had, I know, I went to bump them to 10. Yeah. I've still got them at 13. Okay, still got them at 13. No worries. Okay, so next I've got the Chicago Bulls at 12. Agreed. Wow, yeah. we are four from four. Yeah, so... Um, in, I Maybe think, we need to call Dan and just get some points of difference. What the hell's going on? What time is it? What's the time difference? Um, I, think oh, I think he's just, you know, is he, how many hours? Might be early morning. Yeah, no. Over there um, in France. <laughs> He'll be getting himself a croissant you or can, a baguette you can have or something. Everything you want for breakfast if you're in France as long as it's a croissant. So baguette. The point guard problem is, is glaring with Lonzo, like, injured long, long, long term. They've got Don Sumnu currently slated at the point guard with Javon Carter backing him up. So, mm. but if, for those playing at home, Javon Carter spent a year and a half in Phoenix not getting minutes ahead of campaign. So, campaign, the missing piece. Missing piece. Uh, they got Levine, they got DeRozan, who's a year older, Williams and Vucevic. I, they got Drummond backing Vucevic up. Vucevic at 18 million is good business. That's an eminently tradable contact. So, the fact that they signed him for that. That that that's that that's, puts him in a good position. That's nice it. business, but Levine at forty million is the opposite of that. They're a, they're a, they're, they're at the all moment, in they're Levine. just a luxury team. Yeah, and they didn't get any better. No, no, they didn't. Um, Lonzo's out for the season. Yeah, Lonzo's out for the season. Maybe they get better because Caruso's back. You know, I, we both we all love the Caruso. Caruso. Um, Wish he was wearing purple and gold and not red. But does he just look like they're stuck in the middle? Well, it's one of the. It's the problem with the, the the NBA as it's currently constructed. You're either if you if you don't improve, you're you're you don't tread water. You go backwards. Yeah, it's as simple as that. So we and and they haven't. They haven't got better. We've spent the last ten minutes. For I mean, we're probably I'm probably overstating that, but we're just ripping the three teams behind Chicago for not being competitive. You'd much rather be in Charlotte's position or Detroit's position or. Or even Washington's position. Then the way Chicago. The way Chicago, they haven't got to year zero yet. They're 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 still falling. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, and Vucevic is the only piece that is in any way. I mean, he's well, attractive at that salary. Yeah, if you get him in as like the fourth piece, and to be fair, he's supposed to be the fourth piece on this team because he's supposed to be in a starting five True. with Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, and Demar Derozan. Yeah. But yeah, true. Also, you know, they sort of overpaid for him. It's an interesting. It's a, they it's traded, an interesting a, traded quite a bit, of, a huge amount for him. Do you think? Do you think Chicago have a long term plan, or do you think a lot of their plans have just not come to fruition? They do seem like a team that has it in their mind in terms of a strategy for like, roster build. Yeah, like we're going to be playing in front of a half empty arena. It's much more important. We're going to win. If we win 35 games, then we'll... So getting a few flashy games is more important than future success. Yeah. And let's be fair. Terrible. Miami won the East last year and Chicago were a quarter away from knocking them out of the playoffs. So they weren't completely uncompetitive. Yeah. But I don't know. I just don't see them tracking the right way. In a league and a conference where everyone's getting better... Or they're getting much, much worse in order to get better quickly. Here's Chicago. Holding on to what they've got. Just holding serve. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, every, I, I went, I made this list three or four times. And yeah. Every time I made this list, I Chicago lower than the last time I did the list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel bad the Bulls are, um, I know a lot of, um, well, I wouldn't say long-suffering Bulls fans. Yep. 
I mean, they I had the Bulls fans because we're of a certain age. Correct. I was going to say the the Bulls heyday was definitely the nineties. Yeah, and um, I mean they've been back in the like in the playoffs. Yeah. But, Hands up, everyone in this podcast to the Bulls beat in an NBA Finals during Jordan's heyday. That's all of us. All of us. Um, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah true. It's, it's about the most sympathy you're going to get out of us. About yeah, Bulls true, fans. exactly. But, um, it's been a while since they... I mean, in terms of actual relevance, it's been since probably Derek Rose hurt his knee. Yes. Like that, that moment, because he's MVP mm. and, okay... The yeah. community didn't want to give LeBron the MVP the first year after he went to Miami. <laughs> but the Bulls were a problem. Yes. And yeah. then that I happened. mean, they, oh, look. Yeah, I guess it's it's taking that extra step. It was a likable team, though, that Bulls team, though. They were. With Noah and they, they were very, Butler and yep. Gibson and... Yeah, it was good. Luol Deng. <laughs> Is LA yeah. still paying him? Probably. Yeah. It's, it's getting into, like, New York Mets Bobby Bonilla stage. True, so true. every year... Then On like the 1st of July until still another 20 years, I think. And I've been doing it for 20 years already. And just gets the Mets, gets his payday. The Mets cut Bobby Bonilla a check for a million dollars. Done. Fantastic. The other team I've got not making the play in. Okay, I've got, okay. I just, I, the play is not going anywhere. So I'm, I'm wait, hang on a second. Hang five. On. The bottom five. If the, are we going to be five from five? Have you got Brooklyn in the 11? I have the Brooklyn Mets. <laughs> Yes, we're five at from number five. eleven, we're and five. we did not look we'll at each back other's. With, we'll be back with more of Andrew and Adam agree with each other after this. This um, is rare. In however many years we've done this, I don't think we've yeah. gone through so many picks. Yeah, we yeah. are in lockstep, and we just we did not peek over each other's notes. So um, I like all the pieces Brooklyn have. Do you? Yeah, all of them. Okay. Well, Ben Simmons is thirty-seven million dollars. Let's just describe this. You can like the piece. You don't have to like the value over, of it. Slightly overpaid compared to his production over the last couple <laughs> of years. I like Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's good. As a, as a, as a, as a starting rotation Comic guy. Comic relief. I, whatever I love you like him. Mikel Bridges. Of course. My guy from Fair. Okay. Big loss very, to the very Suns. Upset yep, but worth getting just, Kevin yeah. Durant for. Sure. Love Cam Johnson. I was wrong on Cam Johnson when he got drafted. And he you know came to a player. Claxton. Okay. Quality rota- quality center. Yep. They got Dennis Smith, Lonnie Walker, Rose O'Neill, Finney Smith off the bench. They're deep. They 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 just don't have an anyone anywhere near a number one guy in the NBA. They don't have a star. Yeah, and they have a lot of people that have a bit of potential. Yeah. as being incredible role players. Yeah, they don't have a star, a certified yeah. and, star. And they've brought back. Let's let's Simmons is an incomplete grader. You know, we've spent more time talking about Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons related issues on this podcast than any other single NBA player. I am not going to buy it. into the hype. Yeah, so let's put him to one side. This is exactly the same team that went like we're going to win two out of every five games after the after they blew it up last yep. season. So this is this is the same team. So they won four out of every 10, 10, 10 games with Mikel Bridges taking the leap. And averaging like 23, 24 points a game. And after Cam Thomas went on his little tear of 40-point games. Yeah, well, he's still like third on there. Dip, you know. Dip so, chart, yeah, true. I love this team. They'll be entertaining for sure. But if they were able to get themselves, and they have the pieces. They do. 
if they were able to get themselves a number one guy. James Harden might be available. <laughs> that was a joke because he came. Well, I haven't got the trade machine Brooklyn. going, but no, we no, no. James Harden's been in Brooklyn. It didn't. Can work. I just can I throw something at you that will just absolutely blow your mind? What happens if Ja Morant was on the market? That's not going to happen, though. What? Why would he go to Brooklyn? Because guns. Because guns. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to have him in New York. <laughs> Why is he in Brooklyn? Oh my god. Um, ja Morant. How does that change the lineup, though? What? You just you just you have to you, you have to include one. the Simmons contract. Simmons. Does Simmons returning to defensive, the all defensive level? So I, don't have Simmons, to say, I, got this, I haven't got the trade machine up, but let me just throw this one at you, right? All the draft capital that they can load up, right? Yeah. Simmons and Claxton for Morant and Adams. Memphis says no. They keep Adams. They keep Adams. They keep Adams. Even if they think they're never going to get another game out. John Morant hasn't reported. True. I reckon. I reckon they throw more. They throw Moran. I think picks. there is some guys open. It'll be I, the, the 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 what I know. Everyone's talking about Utah because of Ainge and the fact that they're going to be the sneaky. Mm. Okay, we're flicking the switch to compete now. The, but the sneaky sneaky Morant option. The sneaky sneaky option. Considering you think Jar Morant's the guy that's going to get targeted. Not necessarily Jar, ja, but I think Brooklyn are the team where you mm. have to think. Geez, they've got the pieces where. Do they, they have enough pieces the switch. They should have been in the um. They should have been in the uh, Dame. The Dame deals. Yeah, true, true. If they, they were able get to get the a memo. deal, if they were able to get a deal where they were able to keep Dimwitty, mm. Bridges, and Johnson, and everyone else, well, is Portland on the, wasn't going to take Simmons, and everyone else There's was no on the way table. That was happening, yeah. Maybe could include Claxton and tried yeah. to in, and tried to include and tried to take back Nurkic. But anyway. The same. Brooklyn feel like as currently constituted. from Phoenix already. I wouldn't be surprised if they make the play-in, but I don't That's think true. they will because I like more te- other teams more. But they I could push. Charlotte they push. could push some chips into the middle of the table and overwhelm and make a move for a legitimate yeah. number one All NBA level player. Okay. So that's the only point. I feel, point. I feel like we. I feel like we're going to start differing at this right point. now. Maybe. Okay. Does your number ten go north of the border? Mine are not an American team. Yep, neither is mine. Mine is a Toronto Raptors. No way! <laughs> we are the bottom six is exactly identical. Wonder well, yeah. how long we can keep this going. Dan's so, not welcome back. We just agree all we the time. Agree. This, this so is quick. fantastic. Just, just call him to like we break have, things up. They should have asked us to solve all the problems. You exactly. Know, like Middle East, the Indigenous reconciliation. <laughs> we can solve just the two of us. We'll be in agreement. We'll be in agreement. Full agreement, and we'll get this sorted. I don't mean to make light of any of those. That we'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> just like the hoops hype depth chart is edited out the Toronto Raptors. Um, it's just because they're not American. Screen. They got Schroeder. They basically they, reshru- they replaced Van Vliet with Schroeder. They let Van Vliet walk. Yep, and replaced him with Schroeder, who has. It's a lot. Can I just say it's a long walk? Yeah. To Houston from Toronto. It is. <laughs> Have you seen the size of Texas? Anywhere from Texas to anywhere else in Texas. Correct. But from, Correct. From Ontario, it's an awfully long walk. Yes. Um. But they replaced Schroeder for like half the price, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like a third of the price. Yeah, Schroeder's not not a high value target, I guess. They've got the most overvalued trade asset in the entire league. OG Ananobi. 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 They've got Siakam. Oh, here we go. They've got Scotty Barnes. 
They've got Pirtle, who they, they traded. Jakob Pirtle is back. They don't have their first round draft pick for next season protected because they traded San Antonio for Pirtle. It's a nice starting lineup. They've got Gary Trent Jr., Jalen McDaniels, Precious, Otto Porter. They've got, they've got Ron Harper Jr. Sneaky, sneaky. Had Ron Harper for all of that documentary, and they basically got like one word out of him on him being subbed out for Craig Hilo on the shot. Yep. Um, Grady Dick. I'm not biting. Yeah, you're not biting. It's, I'm not it's at biting. least a slightly more funny name than Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes, this is true. This is true. So again, and look, I've been the Raptors stand on this podcast for a long time. Look, and they, I don't, they, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, neither do I. I, I just don't. I think Nick Nurse was the was the one look, that was keeping that lot together. I think this is the, this is the thing you, that it's important to pump the brakes on. So Nick Nurse was an, and is an incredible NBA, NBA, NBA coach. coach. Yep. But and I think we can accept that they tuned out. You know they had had enough of this. Yeah. And coaches run their race. That's fine. They do. Yep. Not everyone can be John Longmire. This is true. Not everyone's a Phil Jackson. Well, Phil Jackson. Greg Popovich. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that necessarily the new mm. guy is going to be value above replacement. No, not at all. It's it's so, just a change of direction. Yeah. So that'll take at very best that'll take a while to bet in. Mm, I agree, I agree. Everyone's going to, you know, Ananobi will get mentioned in trades. Siakam will get mentioned in trades, even despite, you know, it's 37 million. But Scotty Barnes, what do you reckon? Is he, what, three? You three? Some time guy, for, you know, there's a, there's a, there's time a, for him to step up and do something. There's a narrative. Well, his rookie season was exceptional. Sure. There's a that narrative that all, all the great players take the leap in their second season. It's not always linear. It's true. It's like it's not. It's not a. This is the formula. This is how it's done. But but there's an expectation that he needs to take a step up. Yeah, but you can't be a number one guy unless you can score, and unless you can create your own scoring. True. And he's he hasn't, despite encouragement over the first season and maybe a regression in the second mm-hmm. season, but he's never shown that he could be that guy. Yeah, he plays in the only position which has offense. In- so the main thing. <laughs> so he's a shooting guard. So the the main thing here is he's he's really got to take that step. Having said that, Schroeder is a pretty complementary type of guard offensively to Barnes because True. Schroeder is a a very offensive. Me, point he's guard. a he's I look to my own opportunities first type of point guard. And again, he's he's in P twelve, so he's actually he's more of a he's combo cost, guard, more yeah, like yeah. a quarter of what Van Vliet True. cost. And you know, Schroeder's been in some good situations and he's contributed to some good situations. You you've seen him like I two have. of the last three seasons. Yep. Yeah. And then so, he held out for a contract and ended up where? Boston, was it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and then he held out again. So he's come to LA and made a contribution tried, and turned it into another, a year. He got another, yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's yeah. a very stubborn man, but... Yeah. I don't know. The Raptors, I don't I don't think this is their year, but they'll they'll be in and around it. They'll upset a few people, and, yeah. and, 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 and I'm sure we'll hear them in the news. Yeah. Hopefully for the right reason. Okay. I think this is where we divulge. Ooh. Because I think we're gonna. I think the next two might be. I think. Uh, I think. I think we've got it. We're gonna start. There'll be divulge. There'll be. There'll be a little bit. A little bit of. Okay. So next, I've got the Indiana Pacers. All right. We 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 don't agree on that. We don't agree on that. So they got Halliburton still at under six million. Halliburton's um, gonna get. Oh man, that man needs. Bruce Brown. Good pickup. Good pickup. 
and you look at his year, you look at his salary, annual salary, you think that much, but they got him on a really short deal. Matherin, who got to the free throw line a ton last year. Matherin was Obi Toppin huge. with opportunity. Obi Toppin not having to yeah yeah he exist have to with fight. Julius Randle, who's you know I'm I'm with the like the the president of the Julius Randle OG fan fan club. But, so I was listening to the ringer. Uh, we'll go. Yeah. We'll talk about this in New York. Yeah, when we get to and New York. And Miles Turner, but as in Toppin now gets to run his race. You run his race. They've got they've got. Depth on the bench. They got McConnell. They got Buddy Heald, who's a, who's a good, who's a trade piece as well. <laughs> Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald isn't a trade piece. Daniel Tice, Jalen Smith. So they've got they've got some proven got some proven rotation guys on their bench. Um, what holds them back? Well, isn't I feel a, like there's been a lot of shine? hype about Halliburton. And I don't it's think like, it's hype. I don't think it's hype. I think the kid's a real deal. Okay, does he get to like Shea Gilgis Alexander levels? Who says he can't? Well, he, he hasn't got there until he gets there. And the, only, the other thing about Shea Gilgis Alexander levels is without Chris Paul, he's never got higher than like the nine seed, and that's where I have it yet. I I have a thing about Halliburton. Yep. I think I think his ceiling is a lot higher than people. But you're right until you until you put your money where your mouth is, it's there. I I, I don't doubt. I don't. I um. I don't know. I really think the Pacers have got an exciting lineup, and Halliburton's in more control than most, mm. being the position he plays. Yeah, I think there was literally a a a, a, a bit of bees genitalia separating who was departing Sacramento, who yeah. was the better mm. guy. Fox obviously was was kept. Yeah, Halliburton was not. Yeah. Why they recruited Halliburton in the first place when they were already going to stay on Fox? Maybe that was to to honestly, it was to to. They turned him into Sabonis though. They needed to, but that well, that's because that's what he's worth. Like it's yeah. insane. Yeah. But was Halliburton the rocket under Fox to to bring out the real De'Aaron Fox? Well, I mean, it doesn't look like it because. The real we only saw the real fox after Halliburton left. I don't know. I think he was there. I think it, it gave him that edge. I think they're like, if we're going to invest in you, we're going to. You need to show us. And then he went went to another level. Let me just. Let me just He's another level. There's nothing I don't like about who they are. Yeah. There's nothing I don't like about what they did. You think there are other teams that are better? Yeah. Okay. And. I, I can I can accept, all I can of, appreciate and pretty that. much in terms of last year's NBA playoffs and last year all of them are proven except one who I've got ahead of them so agreed and we'll, I we'll wouldn't play, be yeah. surprised if uh, you know we're I talking like about who we got in order and how we have things um, just for for the those the first home, team I've got them at seven okay the Pacers they're the first team I've got. Where I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if they finish in the if they if they make the playoffs without the need. Okay. I can't see because I've got Toronto at ten. I mm-hmm. can't see them finishing above the play-in. Okay. And the other five I got out of the playoffs. I can see Brooklyn, and Chicago. I can see certainly see Brooklyn easily making the play-in. Chicago and Charlotte less so. Sure. Detroit, Washington, absolutely not. I could see Indiana finishing in the sixth seat. That's that would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's where we're we're on sort yeah. of on the same page. And if Halliburton makes like. The proper that leap, leap. Yeah. the proper leap, and becomes like a proper guy, like an NBA All Star, which he, where we, he's not there yet. 
but it's 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 on the cards. It's, yeah, it's it's got there's potential there for yeah. it. Yeah, it's so. not out of out of the realm of of possibility. That's Correct. for sure. So, yeah. All right, on to your eight seed. My eight seed. I've got the Orlando Magic. Okay, and I'm pretty, pretty like I'm the early early, early adopter on the Magic. So I think I had them. Busting into the play on la- play play in last season, then they started yeah. five and twenty five or whatever it was, and then they then they went five hundred the rest of the way. Didn't have Markel Fultz for the first thirty games. True, true, true. So they've got Fultz, they've got Gary Harris, they've got Franz Wagner, Paolo Banchero, and Wendell Carter, Joe Ingles, Jingle lovely, bells, jingle lovely bells. addition to the locker room. They're deep. They've got Anthony Black. They've got Jalen Suggs. They've got Cole Anthony. They've got Jonathan Isaac, who's going to be fit this season, apparently. So they're deep. They've got Bankero, who just went to like who just went to the World Cup, and you know what that Paolo, does to guys. Paolo looks the real deal. I've watched yeah. him a bit in the preseason, and he's built. He's ready. He, yeah. Like you know who else really performs at the World Cup? Franz Wagner. Yeah, there's you know, um with um. Our boy Schroeder from Toronto. This is true. Yeah, they had a huge, they had an incredible tournament. Are they got so both the Wagners? They got Moritz. Is that is there a third Wagner? There's a second. There's two of them. Yeah, it's Franz, and there's isn't there is it Moritz or is there another mm. one who was like yeah. in Dallas? There were two. Or am I getting? I think there were two, two Wagners. Is it the one who wrote like Friday? There was one in Valkyries? LA. Like, there's one that was LA. drafted to Mo. Everybody was drafted to LA, except the guys who make it. That's all right. Well, when Paolo joins the Lakers as the seriously, yeah, we love about, Orlando number one picks. Uh, there must be about we must be about three or four, to, three or four. That guy is who somewhere else is going to the Lakers before we before like everyone jumps the fence and rushes on like do you know just the, kick the hundredth goal. Do you know the funny part about that? When when you were talking about the pieces on on the Indiana Pacers, yeah, I didn't talk about any trades. What, because of the Hill thing that didn't happen? Yeah, Buddy Hill. Like, they keep saying he's going to go to oh, LA. Not necessary now, but we'll get to LA. Trade bait, don't worry. We'll get to LA. When when we go to the West. Yeah, we go to the West. And maybe early in the West, maybe late in the Who knows? Who knows? Are we um, going from one down? Yeah, no, no. We're going It'll be early. Oh, it'll be late. Never mind. Depends whose order we're doing. Orlando. So, yeah, I, I think this is, the t- this is they're ready. Are they though? I think they're a forty-win team. What happens if they start five and fifteen? There's a whole bunch of podcasts and articles about how they did. Mm. You know why? Because they know they've got all their pieces already. So they're going. Are they going all in with these chips? I mean, is if you were the Orlando Magic GM, would you not? Would you be like, oh, I think we need to shut a couple of these guys down so we no, can no, we'd be shutting any down. But would you be trying to move any of them? No one, no one foundational. I wouldn't be trying to move okay. Fultz. I wouldn't be trying to move Wagner. I wouldn't be trying to move Bancaro. Okay. And I'd absolutely want to be swept off my feet for Wendell Carter. Fair. As in, it would have to be 125 cents in the dollar. Okay. That goes at 13 million, Wendell Carter. Value, yeah. So we like Vucevic's contract at 18. Yeah, we love the contract. Yeah, we like Wendell Carter's contract at six or seven years younger. Yeah, fair. That's good. No, all right. Alright, so, Orlando, you sold me on Orlando. And there's going to be a, there's going to be an Ingles moment. It'll probably be the middle of the season and a yeah, dead, be an dead rubber moment. against bloody he's Washington. He's going to make those guys better if he doesn't play a minute. Yeah, that's true. Is he worth $11 million? Probably not, but to be fair, if they'd offered him eight, he probably would have taken We love Joe because as everyone who's listening to this podcast who played like 
either at MSAC or anything like that would have come against, across some guy who was six <laughs> foot three, 160 pounds soaking wet, didn't look like they could move. Yeah, and then just shot the and lights out. And then just stood in the corner and just hit threes and somehow was always open in the corner. We all know that guy. The guy in the Campana League who played for the Pluggers, who I'm thinking of exactly, and he had like one eye that looked out in the opposite direction. He was just sitting, he was just there in the corner. Had the, I think yep. he had the weird lefty shot oh, wow. too. So it was like the stereotype. Seven is the it. New York Knicks. Okay, so so now we're back on track. Yeah. I we had them at eight, so we just our seven, eight, three. nine. Yeah, we're um we're interchanged, and look, we, that's fair because that's the plane, right? Yeah. So you have the, do you want like your, the three minutes of Randall Love? Just this is this is your contract of Randall time. Randall Love. I I don't I love watch. I've always loved Julius Randall. Yeah. Um, he's not the easiest player to put pieces around. Yeah. He's very very difficult. Because he does not have a 2023 conventional game. No, no, he doesn't. And he also wants to hold the hand of the ball a lot. And for a power forward, there's not many people that should have that right. Randall, I don't know. He, he's he's got that that aggressive nature. Um, he can make his own shot. He's, I don't know. I I really 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 like him still in New York. Um. Is he going to take the Knicks to the promised land? I'd like to, to hope he'd have a crack, but I don't know. I think... So, two of the last three seasons, he's averaged at least 24 points and 10 rebounds a game. Yep. That's it's the playoffs not that are the question. He got injured in the playoffs last season. Yeah. Well, we, we found that out, that it wasn't just him being... Yeah. And and to be fair, Miami the Miami Heat beat better teams than the New York Knicks last season. True. Playoffs. True, true. Well, the so, other thing about that, so last year was a good year. The year before, he was, wasn't he the most improved player in the league? Yeah, 2021-22, he was, yeah, the 2020-21, he was the most improved player in the league. I, I think he's, he's incredibly underrated. He was third team last season. He would have been in my third team and, too. He would have been in my top 15 players. And league. as much as I don't like agreeing with the, the pod father, but he's right. This guy might be one of the most underrated players in the league. Yeah. He's also absolutely the perfect trade for Donovan Mitchell. Whoo! You might have a point there. Yeah. You think? Yeah. The only the the problem then for Cleveland would be then they have to move Allen. They'd have to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but Randall can play with Mobley and all those other pieces Ooh, they've got. Oh, that's yeah, that's exciting. Not Cleveland yet, but I'm just saying that in terms of who do, who do think you trade about for the it. Knicks? Yeah, yeah. To bring in Donovan Mitchell, it's Randall. Yeah. So that's true. But the reason why the Knicks, obviously, who made the last four in the East last season, they had the fifth seed and then they won their first round season playoffs against Cleveland, is they didn't add in. They added Dante DiVincenzo. Underrated? Come yeah. on. Came from the Warriors? So all the other teams that are going ahead of them either have natural improvement in them or already ahead of the Knicks. Is this a... All right. Is this a... a and not to the same extent, but is this... Is this the Orlando, like, scenario where they've already got the pieces they want to work with? I don't think so. But do we think do we think there's another step for Brunson? <laughs> or is that the best we're getting out of him? Yeah, yeah. true. So, really, I, I mean, the, the variable for the Knicks is, you know, is RJ Barrett at yeah. RJ Barrett peak yet? 
Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hope he's got some more in him. Because there's a point. You, I mean, absolutely. But there's a point where you either have to, he either has to produce according to $23.8 million in salary, or you have to cash in. You have to Mm. trade him while someone's still willing to give you something for him. Yeah, true, true, true. There's a value at the moment on the trade market, which apparently was, according to the New York Knicks, 14 months ago, Mm. um, too much to give up for Donovan Mitchell, which is why Donovan Mitchell's in Cleveland and not New York now. Correct, correct. So... Yeah, I don't, don't know. want to. If, if, if RJ Barrett never takes the leap and he never actually just yeah, cl- cl- click on his name there, so we just get a look at his, his RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. So what have we got? It, it, it's the yeah. So is that in the preseason? What is what is Bobber his numbers like? Let's look at let's look at his stats. just um just um thinking music at home. Um, twenty three, twenty four. There we go. Games played three. That's the preseason. These are preseason numbers. Yeah. Just just. Play amongst yourselves at home. There. Regular, Regular season. season. There we go. Ordinary. 19 points. 20 points a game. Yep. 20 points a game at what? 43? Yep. He's not terrible. No. But he needs to take a step up. Five rebounds, three assists. So what is he? 20. On a good day, 25 and three. Yeah. And the other, so in today's. Crazy, yeah, he basically puts up peak Reggie Miller numbers. Okay. Reggie Miller's like a career, what, yeah. 24-2 guy? Yeah. That's the sneak. But, um, unsaid thing about the Reggie Miller legacy is that guy didn't. I think he's like a Korean guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, have to, you, you is... have to be working really hard as a, as a 38 minute a game, 38 minutes a game guard. Yeah. Averaging under three assists. Um, yeah, true. I don't know if they improved enough. I think they're very much the same team. My, I don't think it's the outside improvement. I think hitting the nail on the head with Barrett. Yeah, you've got can Randall continue to to or is he going to continue peaks and troughs? Having said that, these guys have got a lot of assets, mm. and they're a team that gets and they like to play. They get frisky. Trade they get frisky. It's the, so. Oh, Embiid's unhappy. New York. Oh, ben Simmons. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Giannis is going to be done in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 Donovan it's, Mitchell wants to play New York. It's true. It's true. Brooklyn. So there, there's, there's opportunity. I'm to Donovan Mitchell. Brooklyn's in New York too. James okay. Harden might need somewhere to go. He does, which is, it's fantastic. You just brought him up because number six is 76. Is Ooh, six. I've got them at five. Got them yes. I got them at six. If they trade... If they trade James Harden before November, they'll win fifty games. I'll have them in the top four. They'll have home court in the first week of the playoffs. But they need Darryl to get Moore, rid of yeah. Daryl Morey's biggest mistake with regards to this James Harden deal was the last James Harden deal, and not that you got James Harden in the last. Tra- it's that you sat there with Ben Simmons and you waited half a season to get what you wanted, and you got what you want. So now you think you can do it again. Because they need to take cents in the dollar. They need to drive this guy to the airport. They do. Joel Embiid won the MVP last season. He deserved to win the MVP last season. You can say what you like about... I mean, Carmelo's got two MVPs. You can say what you like about playoff Embiid. It's fine. You can say what you like about playoff Embiid. Embiid and Embiid was in the top three of the league last year. That's fine. No, but Embiid and a collection of anybody's is 50 wins. Sure. 
50 regular season wins. But See, that's, got, that's the difference in the James MVP Harden, That's the difference in the MVP James, race. Because yeah. Jokic and a bunch of nobodies is wins an MVP. Wins the title. Um, if, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you have what James Harden's doing now, which is like, I'm not telling you how to practice, I've got a doctor's appointment. I'll, but Embiid gets that MVP with, with Harden's help. That's fine, but we're talking about th- that's done. What yep. have you done for me lately, Eddie? Yeah, it's true. This I, season, the longer Harden stays on that roster, just causing trouble because he won't get what he wants. He's, he's having a power. He he's having a power. Yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna affect the team. It's gonna blow up the roster. They got Maxi Harden, Tobias Harris, PJ Tucker, and Joel Embiid, which is exactly the same five they They got Pat Bev. It's <laughs> gonna be so much fun. Kelly Oubre, Daniel House, Paul Reed, Mo Bamba, Bang, Corkmars. Um, they're not undeep. Love you know. But yeah. But if nah. ja- De- Anthony Melton, but if James, they need to make the move. They need to make the move, and they need to hold their nose, as in seriously. If if they, it's because they think they can do better than the Terrence Band package at the Clippers, then yeah, they get Ben Simmons back, aren't they? They're insane. Yeah, they got good. offered. I know the salaries might not work, but if they got offered Hero for Harden straight up, they should. Yeah, agreed. I reckon if they got offered Duncan Robinson and Kyle Lowry, is there a, is there a for Harden straight is, up? Is they there, should. They should probably is take. Is there it. a scenario? They need to get him out. Is there a scenario where Harden goes somewhere and has an immediate positive impact? He will. He will absolutely have an immediate positive impact. And it'll be short, and it won't mean anything in terms of who wins the championship. Agreed. Yeah, fair, fair. Yep. I was the guy who got two-thirds of the way through last season and thought, Embiid's going to win the championship. Yep. Agreed. So Yeah, fair, fair, fair. I don't know. I look, I, I think, it. look, we've seen enough from him that mm. we can question him over the playoff stuff and not trust him until we can trust him. I just don't trust him. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. But fair. in terms of a regular season performer... He plays 72 games, and they've, they, they've got a roster that's not a problem. He is a regular season guy. They win 50 games. But Agreed. with Harden, Flan, Phil Flaning, everything up. Straight swap with Dallas. Have, I can't have them higher than the other five teams I've got higher than. Fair, fair, fair. I've got the Miami Heat five because they don't care about the home and away. They don't care about the regular season. They just want to get there. Yep. They want to get to the promised land so playoff Jimmy Buckets can do his thing. They're not going to be better than they were in the playoffs last season. I'm surprised that you and I have the same number four team. But anyway, let's continue with number five. They're not going to be better than they were in the playoffs last season. Are they? No, they're not. Because Struess is gone. This is the other guy they lost. Mm. Miami Miami are going to be Miami. They got Lowry, Hero, Butler, Kevin Love. Kevin Love's a nice piece to add. Bam, Bam, they got Bam, Thomas Bryant, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, Josh Richardson. Jovic. Almost... Almost Jokic. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. It's the Miami. best coach in the NBA, and they yes. do not care about where they make the playoffs. Yes, because they, everybody starts at zero. Yeah, and they just care about where they make like, just, Let's get to the playoffs and be healthy so Jimmy can go to work. They were 3 nothing up against the Boston Celtics. Lost the next three to go to a Game 7, including two in Miami, and then one Game 7 in Boston. Built Milwaukee in five. I mean, not, nothing about last year. They deserved everything that they... Like, the fact they made it yeah. was amazing. So, let's just... We're going to stick them at five, and then we'll just be like... See what happens. See what happens. 
They could they could finish ten. They and make it in through the playing game. Yeah, and we're still like still still not counting them out. Yep, because it's because it's Miami. Yeah, fair. But do they have a trade in them? Well, if they had traded them, wouldn't they have? Wouldn't they have? No, da- but it takes two to trade, right? But it, it takes two to trade. Are they, they all, can, are they a candidate for Harden? Is what I'm saying. Their problem is they're the opposite of the Brooklyn Nets. They don't have the pieces. They don't have the pieces. They don't have the salaries. Mm. So this was the great thing about the Clippers, and it might still be the yeah. great thing because all these ten million dollar salaries that they can package up. Mm. So Larry's at twenty nine point six. Heroes at twenty seven. I reckon they work out a deal to get Harden. I, I I honestly think Harden's going to be on Miami's radar. Someone will talk themselves into it, and it'll be a mistake. It'll be interesting. I don't. I don't think Miami should do it. It's not their. It's how, not I mean, if, if James Harden was traded to Miami, are they a top? How three? many games does Harden play before Butler kills him? Like literally, like stabs him. Like in it. Does that happen, or do they go? We're winning a, a chip. We're winning an effing course, chip. Of course it happens. Some, I mean, Spolstra was the guy who told what, what you know, like all four four years later, like, oh, well, he knew what was going on in Philly. Yeah, true. So he knew true. about Cat. He knew about Ben Simmons. True, true, true. So, all yeah, right. it's, all, it's irrelevant. Yeah, it's true. The, 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 they'll make the playoffs. So I'll just, have, I'll just put them down in the middle. That's fair. You chuck them in one we'll of those reassess. games. So that means... That the number four is the Atlanta Hawks. Can't believe we're agreeing. Yeah, I, that was so my surprise. Much. Atlanta Hawks is your surprise. My surprise too. They've. I've watched Trey. This I, Trey's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh oh. Trey Young is about to have the, the Steph most, Curry breakout. The most disrespected star in the NBA. Agreed. Because let's face it, he's his his um persona is completely unlikable, and he plays into it. He loves it. Um, and he can't play defense like half of the superstars in the league. Correct. And everyone's having a Dame-gasm. Yep. You know, Dame's, Dame's not better defensively than Trey Young. And Trey's got 10 years on. Trey's got DeJounte Murray next to him. Yeah. Is this a crazy, crazy, this, crazy good backcourt? Of course it is. How do they win? Capella? What's their what's what's their projected lineup? So we got Trey like? Young, Dejounte Murray, DeAndre Hunter, Sadiq Bay, and Clint Capella. They got a Congo backing up Capella. So one of those guys that, is yeah, always yeah, on, on the, the court. court. Yeah. AJ Griffin, Boban Bogdanovich, the other one. They mm-hmm. got Patty Mills, who was traded five times in eight minutes. Patty Patty did not look happy in the preseason, but hopefully he gets into a bit of shape and gets a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. So you know. Wesley they don't Matthews. Have the, the Wesley Matthews factor is good. Yeah. Nice two eight player, but he's getting old. Getting old. Um Wesley Matthews, son of NBA champion with the LA Lakers, Wesley Matthews. Um I just think that they've been I mean, they beat the Miami Heat. Mm. The players like, and they ran to Boston, who were a bad matchup for them, of everything Boston are. Um Yeah. I think the Hawks I, I think the Hawks And they've had a coaching upgrade. Agreed. Agreed. So, I think I think from what I saw in the preseason, I'm excited to watch Atlanta again. Hmm. I think this is where so, they figure it out. Sometimes guys, a, a, a couple of you know teammates, take a year to figure out 
Yeah. How to play with each other. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Murray and Young are on paper very complimentary. Yeah. And so, I and I do agree with that. I think I think they work very well together. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if they both make the All Star game again. That's a big call. If um, Atlanta are going to be fourth in the East, yeah, they both need to be All Stars. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe one's voted in and one's not, but I think this is Trey's redemption year. So we're we're in the we're in the fifties in terms of how long, how far would how far, much further would we be? We'd be at the AR twenty mark if Daniel was with us. We'd be at two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. We no. love we love you, brother. We love you, Dan. Um, you know who else I love this year in the regular season is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I've got a three. I didn't want to put them at three. I was actually going to put Atlanta there, but yeah. I didn't think I could overrate Atlanta too much, and I couldn't underrate Cleveland given their their incredible performance last year. So, so Garland, Mitchell, Okoro, Mobley, Allen. They've got Max Struess, who they added. Very nice piece to add. Karis Levert. But they didn't take away. That's the key with them. Yeah. Like they've kept this core together. Both at like 15 million, mm. roughly those two. Those are those are trade pieces. They're very Struzan, flexible pieces, yeah. that's for sure. Rubio is still there. Um, they got Tristan Thompson. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah, good at, at the league minimum. Yeah. Back where I mean, he had success, Tristan Thompson? Yeah. So the, the questions for Cleveland are... What's the next does, step? Does the clock tick if they truly believe... Does the clock tick in the GM's head if they truly believe... Yeah, this is... Because it's, decision... it's the year before the walk year. And... Yeah. Can Mobley add enough to his offensive game... So that you can play him with Allen. The step up. Oh, Allen, Mobley's a better basketball than Allen. Right. So, so when and you he's need to cheaper pull tr- at the moment. So, when um, do you need to pull the trigger on Donovan Mitchell? That's my first question. Yeah. Well, I don't think you need to do it this year. And I feel I like you like like give him a chance though. to win a series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, I mean, it seems ridiculous to say, but I think, but even going to last year's playoffs, Jalen Brunson was still. Yeah, agreed. Um. So I don't think they need to make the decision. This is, I think actually the more urgent decision. And look, it's not a decision. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's Ken. Ken Mobley play four, which means he has to be able to stretch the floor. If he can't do that, then you need to move Allen on. Yeah. Yeah. And Allen's at 20 million and he plays a position. Yeah. But you're trading with teams in 2023. So, you know, guys our age, we love guys like Jared Allen. Yeah, but it's still not, not but a great it's league not, for it. Yeah, it's not that league for it anymore. Nope. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I love Jared Allen and Phoenix. <laughs> yes, but we didn't trade for Jared Allen. No, no. We traded for Nurkic. <laughs> Not Nurkic. So, um, I like the Struz signing. They're deep. They're young still. They're young, so they don't really need to add to get better. They're just yeah. naturally going to get better. Yeah. Which is which is fair. I think yeah. keeping the core together is a good idea in this instance. Yeah. But I also think that the East, as much as... We love talking about teams. Yeah. Can I just point this out? Just you know, from a completely mischievous standpoint, Struess plus Levert plus Allen. Harden. Equals about the salary of Jalen Brown. Huh. <laughs> Boston would need to move Allen to a third team. Yeah. But you, Boston somehow decided to quit They're on not Jalen doing Brown. That. They're not clearing out on Brown. That's the point. That's the spot. But that's the thing. If you're yeah, going to turn Jared yeah, Allen yeah. to someone, you have to turn him into a wing. 
and a That's big fair, and a big, big win. Penguin. Yeah. So we have two teams remaining. Two teams. There is one team where I'm buying the hype and one team where I'm not buying the hype. And my number two seed is the team where I'm not buying the hype, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, we're in agreement. As much as I didn't want to put the Celtics at number one, the Bucks, I think, got worse. I agree. They're not deep. They're not especially deep. I think offensively, they are, of course. It's amazing. Giannis has never had so much space to work in. Neither has Lillard. But they can't defend for a lick of anything. In defense. Giannis might average 35 points a game this season. That's fine. Defense wins championships. Yep. Yeah. And they just lost their defense. Yeah. But not only did they... They lost their pieces. Yeah. They undervalue Drew. Trust yeah. me. Trust me. Can I just speak on the behalf of Suns Nation? <laughs> <laughs> we had to watch that. There's not a Phoenix Suns fan alive who doesn't look at Drew Holiday and think he just doesn't come out in like a cold sweat about the 2021 NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. We were all we all we all entered the 2021 NBA Finals thinking as long as Drew Holiday keeps shooting those line drive threes into the front of the ring, we'll be fine. This is the year, right? And we, through the first two games of the NBA Finals, it's like this is fine. Clang, we tune up. We clang, just need to win two clang. of the next five games. That's it. Yeah. Did it continue to happen? Nope. Absolutely not. That guy is an NBA champion, and he deserves to be. He made the most significant play in that entire series, which was the block. Um, will Milwaukee live to regret this? Absolutely. What point in the season will they regret it? Will Will this be in the Eastern Conference? First time Lillard gets injured. Oh, so you reckon the regular season they'll start seeing it? I reckon they'll start seeing it. I think I think they'll be so good offensively that with a lot of, especially in the East where they play, where they play the bulk of their games. I mean, they're not very, they're not going to be as good defensively. Isn't going to matter against the bottom seven or eight teams in the East. They're just going to blow those guys off the floor if they've got that pick and roll. If they've got those two guys. You know, Chris Middleton's going to average five. He's going to be spotting up. But you know what I'd like to see? The absolute cream of the crop. Yeah. You know, Who's guarding Trey Young? Who's guarding Tyrese Maxey? Who's guarding Jalen Brunson? Who's guarding Mitchell and Garland? Is it Giannis? Is it Dame? Hey, look, I wouldn't put it past them. They'll have coach, to. And of course, Bud was notoriously stubborn. But, and there is, um, look, that... The, Giannis could. Giannis is capable of almost anything on a basketball court. So if they unleash I do not Giannis, underrate. I do not underrate. If Giannis they in unleash the Giannis as like, you know, Scotty Pippen two defensively, like yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I see that. We're you know we're in we're in the conference we're in the conference semis against Atlanta and Trey Young's hot. We're just going to stick Giannis on him for ten minutes, like they stuck shut Scottie him right Pippen down on Mark Jackson in yeah, the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. Then anything's possible. But no one stays on a guy for that long anymore. Do you know? Do you know what I want to say? This see? is an NBA Live '97. We oh my point guards. Well, I swap my point guard and my shooting guards defensive no. assignments. Yeah. but that's it. No, everyone plays their own. Everyone's got to switch. What happens at the end of this year? Mm-hmm. We get to the playoffs. Yeah. And a play-in happens. Yeah. And then we have. <laughs> Milwaukee, Miami in round one of the playoffs. Well, you get the world's most predict because it's just going to be like 
It's going to be the repeat. It's like, going to be like, it'll be as predictable as, oh, Carlton and Collingwood playing the grand final. Let's watch Harms knocking the ball back in from the boundary. It'll be just that. On, It's like, a, you know, it's, oh, Collingwood are playing secure in the grand final. Let's sure he's sure smothering Nick Rewald. I'll just put my foot through my television. Um, <laughs> they would just be showing Jimmy stuff and just going over it over and over and over yep. again. It's yep. like, yep. when, in the early 2000s, when the Yankees were beating the Red Sox, every year in the playoffs until they didn't. Um, oh, the curse. And, oh, they sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees in fourteen twenty two, and Like when the Celtics kept yeah. beating the Lakers. And, yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah. it. I get It'd it. be the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. They're in that And head. the Miami would walk into game one and Jimmy Butler would look at that look on his face like, we got these guys. He'd, be able, he'd walk in and, and say, I've got these guys. And God, Jimmy walk, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Because it's not going to be That's the holiday. question. Correct. Correct, <coughs> and that and that's the point in Game Seven or Game Six when yep. Jimmy calls game. Yeah, he just looks at Lillard and goes, "Should have come to Miami so, and just called game." Every year, there's one team that is particularly entitled and will feel entitled to feel most angry about what happened last season. Yes, that's Milwaukee. No, it's the Boston Celtics. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's part of the reason why they're number one. Porzingis is a perfect fit. They say that. that. He's a perfect fit. They got Drew Holiday. They roll they can roll out it a defensive backcourt now of Holiday and White, which is just fantastic. And then Tatum and Brown. They've got the best seven in the NBA. Without a doubt. Holiday White, Brown, Tatum, Horford, Porzingis, Pritchard. And they've got Sam Hauser. They don't need to be any deeper than that. The problem is, is Porzingis going to be fit enough so that Horford doesn't burn out? Because you only need one. It's great if you have two on the floor Mm. and spread out, but you only need one of them on the floor. I agree. But they can go small. They can go tall. They can go five out no matter what they look like. And they've got a legitimate... They would have spent that whole off-season, the guys who were on the Celtics, was on the Celtics, just like, Tatum doesn't roll his ankle in the first offensive play of Game 7. Yeah. We get to the NBA Finals and we give Denver a bigger shake than anybody in the... So they've just been stewing on them. This is... this is If, if we talk about Mick Maltese's premiership clock just to continue to mix the AFL medicals, they are at one. This is... This, this is, is their... This, this would be the theirs. year they had circled in the calendar. 23-24. They pushed all their chips in the middle of the table. They did not have a weakness other than Paul Zingas's Injury, Porzingis' health. health, and Horford's age. Mm. So this is it. This is a this is this is in the old fat. You know, seriously, the Celtics should win sixty five games. I think they they, I think they do finish top of the of the East. But I don't I don't I don't know, I don't know. You don't want it to be true. No, I don't like want it to fan. be. I don't want it to be true. You're a Laker fan. I do. I I think. Um, yeah, look, if they can find it, it's going to be a very I scary... I probably had them number one last year, I think. So I've yeah, had I think them so. like maybe three out of four years. Yeah. This year I had Philly on top. I begrudgingly, I top I begrudgingly, begrudgingly had them up top last year, I think. So let's just recap our almost identical Eastern Conference. We'll be different in the Western Conference. I'm sure. Yeah, because I haven't got the Clippers 15. <laughs> um, <laughs> Washington have I? They're 14. Washington 15. Detroit 14th, Charlotte 13th, Chicago 12th, Brooklyn 10th, Toronto 9th. That's all identical. We're at the bottom six. You yep. know, exactly the same spots. I've got Indiana 9th, Orlando 8th, New York 7th. 
Mm-hmm. You've got those three in a different order, but yep. in those seven, eight, nine spots. Yep. I've got Philly sixth. I've got Miami. You got Miami. Okay, fair enough. My, I've, got, I've got Miami fifth. I've got Philly fifth. Yeah, so we've just swapped those two, and then the top four is in the same order. Atlanta fourth, Cleveland third, Milwaukee second, Boston first. Correct. Well, that was boring. That was record time for it us, was I think. too. Excellent. Like, we're, we're below the, the two hours, so the other 50 minutes that we would normally we're dedicate would be... That's that's Dan's time. We're saving it up for the Western Conference. It's we right. do do the Western Conference longer normally because Dan will do a fifty-minute intro the next time he's all in. All of our teams go in the in the Western Conference. So and the best in the best in conference. Yeah, the best in as much as least in conference with yes. the two E's. Wow, Adam, thank you very much. We'll be back with the Western Conference previews on both the feeds. Correct. So we'll put them up both. Um, just a little bit of a word to the wise with the new. We're gonna we have the three of us talking about basketball, hopefully fortnightly, like regularly, so you can you can look forward to it. And we'll have regular segments um, that will reflect the fact that we're all in our forties and we all watch all way mu- too much basketball. Almost all of us think Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball of all time. Second greatest basketball. <laughs> Almost all of us. Um, um, and that sort of stuff. We'll have content for reminiscing and all that sort of stuff. So lots to look forward to, but this is the sort of start of that. We'll start this off. Starting in the preseason. Familiar footing. Um, So we'll be back with the Western Conference preview. Adam, always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure. And if you guys want to hear me crap on about basketball cards, go and check out the You Can't Comp This NBA Trading Card Podcast. And it's on, what socials is it on? On all all of the platforms you can find us on. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, Russell handles a lot of that stuff and is an amazing, amazing co-host. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in cards, yeah, look, look for us there. You can't comp this is the name of the pod. And yes, we'll be back with the Western Conference. We'll catch you later.